When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am so excited about today's episode. It is another reunion with my very dear, long-lost friend, Gary Leroy Gray. We have not seen each other in over, way over a decade. So we're going to catch up. Gary was Nelson, my bestie on Even Stevens. And he had a full-on career by the time he was on Even Stevens. So we're going to chit-chat and reconnect today on Vulnerable. Harry just said that Vulnerable is like the, uh, what is it? Old school Disney Avengers? It is, it is. It's <laughs> like you're gathering your old army. It's all of us coming back. Does that make me like Nick Fury? Yeah, oh, you are. snap. Nicole Fury. I love that. <laughs> Kim Possible Fury. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it. Man, ooh, that She's pissed me. she didn't oh, get a no. reboot. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be totally cool, though. You can just go around, and then we can all collect the Infinity Stones and then take down the Empire. I together. love that. I'll take down the Empire with you any day. Yep. Um, we have not. Can we do the math? Sure. Let's do the math. Let's do some math. I'm horrible at math. I'm horrible at math. (laughs) We learned by the same school teachers, so we both suck at math. Um, (laughs) Three hours a day. Three hours a day. Is that what it was? (laughs) Mandatory, just three hours. It was was only three hours? Only three hours. I mean, to be be fair, most of like school is like daycare. It is. It like, very much is. So essentially you get three hours total of like pure of academic learning. But that being maybe. said, our our academic three hours was intercut with like literally going downstairs and yeah. in doing Just, yeah. shots and <laughs> right. close we were, up and and painting on the walls. It was daycare. Uh, we, <laughs> we, we did. At least me and Shia painted on oh, the Oh, that's right. We had that wall that like literally was just like malleable. Like they literally would take it down and like <laughs> as soon as they would put a new one up, we dribble all over it again hold and paint stuff. on yeah. was that not you did like a hollywood and shana's face was yes. on it oh, we did so much it was stuff. not there an was acid so, trip there was so much stuff on that wall and then like finally i think when shia started writing like song lyrics that's when they were like okay we're gonna take it down now why what song I think lyrics like, did extras he write were, like going and like reading them <laughs> like oh, i don't wow. know i think he was putting like rap lyrics and stuff so, oh for sure you know he, was... he, uh, shia is actually really great freestyler oh he's amazing right he's amazing yeah yeah, yeah. he's got like a whole he did. He, uh, he, he was he like did, really friendly with Bridgehampton. Right. And he did. Uh, oh, man. I want to call it. Uh, what is it? Sway. He mm. did Sway's show. And he, he did also a directed there. a bunch of music videos in the past. Yes, yes, yes. See, Just people want to try to say there's beef. But we were like, multi We are always. Yeah. We are yeah. supportive of positive things. Definitely, definitely. I've missed you so much, Gary. I know. Right? I was really excited to reconnect because. What the heck is wrong with me that we didn't get you in my little YouTube recreation it's of... It's all good. I the... was... Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Please don't do it. Please I'm going to tease it. it the whole time. I literally time. just posted when... on my story. No. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. You can sing it. You can sing it. I just posted on my to story. To the moon. And there it goes. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I hear this song in my dreams sometimes. I mean, you know? I do. I guess I just don't fucking get it. Like, it's... I don't know why. I don't know. No, I'm right there with you. I don't understand why 
that was like a thing in the musical. I don't know. Like when I look at all the stuff that was going on, I'm like, why was that song being sang? I don't understand. Maybe because it was like actually the first musical that Disney Channel had ever done. And it was kind of the first standalone song. Experimental. It was. Just I mean, a tad. it was. It was actually heralded by Disney Channel as one of the big milestones for them because it really that success of that sh- that episode mm-hmm. led them to to. I was Gary Marsh told me this wow. when they were celebrating some you know some I don't mm-hmm. know what hundred decoms or I don't know right right right. He was like, no, he's like that episode was what set us on the mm. course to do High School Musical and everything that came after. Wild. That. We are just inspiration. I mean, That's we are what, it's just trendsetters. <laughs> You know, um, but you're no. welcome for Zac Efron. Exactly. Exactly. No, I feel like <laughs> that musical was so it was just such an anomaly. It was just so like, wow, we're really doing this. Like, I remember that, like filming. And then it was like, we're doing a musical. <laughs> it's like, OK, because sure. we were in the same set and the yeah. same outfit and the same everything that yeah. we normally were. Right. But it was like this surreal. Just like it was meant to be surreal. Yeah. Which was really kind of u- very unique. It was. Oh, no, it was definitely. I mean, everybody talked about it. Was it. it was before Glee. It was. Yeah, it was a little I bit before Glee. I didn't even realize that. It was before mm-hmm. Glee, before High School Musical. It was so wild. And I wonder what possessed our creative team and our producers to be mm-hmm. like, we're going to do it. Because you know what it was? Sean McNamara and those, and uh, you know, the people that all were employed mm-hmm. on the executive side, the musical side, the editing side, they were all in a band together. Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> they were all in a surf band together because they so all we were just up, living out their dreams, basically. <laughs> no, and you know cool. what else? I think they wanted to pacify me because they knew that I had had a theater background. Uh huh. But what was so cool was that you and Lauren both had theater and dance training. Dance training, yes, yes. And you just told me though, sadly, that even though you've danced with Allison Stoner and everybody else, yeah. yep, yeah. I mean, I'm not dancing much anymore. You know, mm. bones get old a little bit. Bones. So. <laughs> So, you know, the the muscles don't stretch like they used to. (laughs) But I did teach for a while after after Mm -hmm. even Stevens even. I taught uh, up until I was like 25, something like that. How old were you, though, after even Stevens? You were probably around 17. I did the show from, no, younger. Me and Shy are like six months apart. I did the show from like 14 to like 15 and a half, 16. Yeah, Yeah. I figured you were a little, and you were also shorter. Yes, <laughs> I was also you were significantly shorter. <laughs> did I get that much taller? I don't think. I so. feel like you did. You, I mean, you were always you tall, were, though. I guess I was, and they you put me in tall. those little like heels. Yeah, yeah. You always and I would those. always be like clopping around and like <laughs> like a like a secretary <laughs> at an HR. Here like comes Christy. All right, she's on the way. <laughs> clip, clap, clip, clap with my little like basically what I'm wearing right now. Um, but really? yeah, yeah, that's weird though. But see, yeah. I can pull this off as a 39 year old woman. Ren Stevens dressed like a 39-year-old. You know, nobody said anything then because that was Disney. You know, we were all just like, like, what is going on here? What is she doing? You know, I mean, what poor Ruby, Ruby's character, Lauren's character was just, I mean. Did you see on my TikTok with the hairstyle thing? The other day I did this little funny react because Lauren Frost, our other bestie, our trifecta. We need another episode with all three of you guys and we just need to have fun. Um, And she she and I had the craziest hairdos. And you were fine. You were done in a I minute, mean, right? I just had, to, they just stuffed me in a locker. That was like the, <laughs> the only thing I had. Uh, but my hair was good. My hair was fine. But it was just, yeah, being stuffed in the locker. That was, I remember that episode because. What was I, that, scrub day? No, I remember I used did to. Ty, did Ty do that? No, the issue was I used to be able to dislocate 
this show. I remember that dude. Right. And (laughs) so remember the writers saw that one day and they just totally decided to write it in. And that locker and the whole like wedgie episode was like made from me just walking around and dislocating my shoulder. So (gasps) yeah, fun fact. What happened after that? Were you okay after that? Uh, You know, yeah. I mean, I was fine. Really? Just. I think when I got older, it just stopped. I just stopped being able. I think also I got smarter. I was just like, maybe I shouldn't just pop my bone out of my pocket every now and then. So yeah, now I think I just uh, it just stays there because because the don't bones want any get surprises, old. right? Bones Jesus. get old. So yeah, no surprises. That I totally didn't remember that you dislocated your. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. it used to just come all the. And I mean, this hand could be like over here. I think I remember you. It was a neat little party trick, and I think I could give myself a wedgie. It was insane. Can like, you can you remind me of um, like what your audition process was, and did we have a chemistry read or no chemistry read? But I remember I got plucked from a workshop, a Disney workshop. Oh wow! And uh, like Joey Paul and all them. It was no, it was or an Julie... it, yeah, it was an official like Disney workshop. They mm-hmm. were like doing stuff and just talent you know, showcase. Yeah, exactly. They used to do that, and um, mm-hmm. I remember booking it and they were just like you know we're bringing in another character a friend of you know of Ren Stevens and they wanted me to watch a little bit of the show but I didn't have a chemistry with you I think we just ended up boom right in the table read and that was like my first experience with everybody and I was just like wow like you guys are awesome like Aww. I was happy to be with like did we sit next to you in the table read uh, I think I sat next to Shia and that I remember sitting next to Shia and seeing that some of his dialogue was blank <laughs> because he suggests go <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, this is insane. Oh my God, you're but, right. Yeah, but, they would let him just like, yeah, yeah. I think that pissed go. me off at the time because I was like, I need to be word for word perfect. Right. I was so like, and I you, was and so. And you would just Stevens. throw things out, and you're just like, that's not it. <laughs> you know, and you're just like, gotta go with it. But yes. Yeah. Oh my God, how yeah. funny. Yep. And do you remember Beansy? Say what? Stephen Anthony Lawrence, our Beans. Yes. Yes. He's yes, doing good. Yes. I came, well, I left the show right as his entry was happening. Really? Yeah. We were only, Why did I think you we leave only shared, show? I think we only shared like two episodes. Like it was like literally as soon as, soon as he came in, then I was out. Wait, why? You know. Budget? You think budget maybe? I feel like it was just a changing the characters and friends, you know, really trying to have some difference and stuff. Mm. I get it. But for me, I was just, I was kind of bummed. I'm not going to lie. I, I really loved, loved working on you. The set. Students. You yeah, loved the set. Loved it, but Everyone who actually did work on the set is mm-hmm. still very close, like on Facebook. And right. Yeah. There's reunions. I'm glad that and- everybody is still keeping in touch because it was, it was a movement at, at one point. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like us and Lizzie McGuire was just, it was. Were really you on Lizzie just, too? I was not on Lizzie. Everybody oh, thinks I, I was thought, on yeah, Lizzie. Yeah, I was like, I don't know why I thought you the were. Kid, the kid who doesn't speak, I will admit, kind of looks a little bit like me. Just a little bit. But he's way younger. I know who me. you're talking about. Yes. And that's not who yeah. I thought you yeah. were. He he does look a little bit like he's me. He's Jake Thomas's friend, but you are, he is younger than yes. you because yes. he was Jake Thomas's. He is. Speaking of movements. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually knew your face because I grew up with you. Oh. Which is really weird because you were on Cosby Show. I was first with job. Raven, right? Yes, yes. And two two and a half years first first big job, you know. I mean, yeah. That what was <laughs> that like? Uh, you know, I was modeling uh, before acting, and mm-hmm. I was doing print work, and I did a little bit of runway, and so at three and a half here here I am on a guest show. I was 
it was either Guess or Tommy Hilfiger. Don't remember which one. In the New pro- York? In New York, yes. Okay. And I was modeling in a fashion show, and one of the producers of the fashion show was also a producer on the Cosby show. And so they were like, we're, the kids are growing up, the twins, mm. and they're growing up. We have them as babies, newborns right now. We want them to be toddlers. We think he would be perfect. And my mom was like, okay. And we flew back to Chicago <laughs> and didn't think anything of it. She just didn't uh, think it was real? Didn't think it was real mm-hmm. at all. And uh, we got a call again from both producers at this time, the executive producers and Bill himself. And they were like, we're serious. We're going to fly you guys back out here so that he can read. And the rest, as they say, is history. So was your mom pretty protective of you in general then? Very, very. You know, I had my tribe. I had, you know, countless family members, my mom with me at all time, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, friends, everything that was just something that could keep me (laughs) straight. My mom made sure that it was there. So I definitely had a lot of support, a lot of the times where I didn't have to want for anything. And it was just like, look, my mom's right here. I have, you know, other guardians here mm-hmm. if my mom can't make it. So I never really felt without. That you were such thing. an easygoing professional child. Aww. I do. I do wonder, did I mean, like, did you feel like you had the words mm-hmm. um, to to advocate for yourself? Do you feel like Definitely. or did you kind of ever Definitely. go with the flow too much? You know, I felt like um, people saw that because of the tribe that you saw and because I was so well-rounded, people thought mm-hmm. that I was like, sort of pigeonholed into that or forced into, you know, acting, you know, but I was really just, that was just me. Mm -hmm. I still am to this day. I'm the actor that shows up to set and they're like, we're so sorry. We don't have this ready. I'm like, I can sit over here. It's fine. Mm -hmm. You know? And so I think that just is just, just my personality. And I, you know, I never really strayed from that. Yeah. You know, it worked out for me so well, well so far. So I stick with it. It's no reason for me to go beyond that. You and Raven's character though, weren't you guys, I remember we distinctly remember seeing you guys like yeah. together on the screen when I was growing yeah. up. No, no. I mean, uh, essentially I was her uh, cousin mm-hmm. in the show and we had lots of episodes together. I was, I was going to say, for, that's when she yeah, had like a hip hop career and stuff, yeah. right? Okay. Oh my goodness. We're going like deep into the Ooh. elder millennial psyche right now. Man, if you don't know Raven's, uh, Raven Simone had a hip hop career. That, straight, you straight gotta, up. You gotta go YouTube it right now because it will give you such joy. <laughs> To see her in those baggy uh-huh. MC Hammer outfits, the outfits, the hats, mm-hmm. the, 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 hats. the ponytails, the hats. I'm telling you, she Dr. Was, she Seuss had, it. had nothing on those she hats, had, right? But no, she but she really it. was so cool. Yeah, she was so cool. I just remember thinking you guys were so cool, so cutting no, edge. We were, we were thick as thieves on the set. I mean, it was. But then you were great. also you were on all the shows that I grew up with. Seriously, like, I watched a lot of Black Family <laughs> yeah. stuff, and I also watched Living Single. Right. Like I don't know what it was, but I was just a little like white Italian girl in the middle of Connecticut. <laughs> but I always watched Black Creators. I always loved shows. I think also those shows were, you know, pretty, they pretty were big huge. back then. Yeah. They so, were freaking you know, huge. you didn't really have a choice. You know? You're right. Yeah. You're ab- well, I absolutely loved them. Yeah. Um, I got the pleasure of talking to the Family Matters cast at the <sighs> 90s con. Awesome. Which, by the way, you should be at. You know, I got hit up just recently about yeah? those things. And I was like, oh, I might take a look. You, you know? should. So, you belong yeah. there. Yeah, definitely. And, and they should pay you well. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I, I did I did Family Matters, Living Single, Cosby Show, and Fresh Prince before I was six. I, I was mean, all at, yeah, my love. Right before the six. But, you know, it was crazy during that time. There was... You know, just this like small group of of black boys that like that's we were just working. You know, who who else was in that group? Wow, because Brand- I was gonna say like I know the Lawrence brothers were around your age. Yes, yes. Um, and um, Aldis uh, Hodge and his brother Edwin Hodge. Oh my gosh! Who, and- yes, the Hodge brothers. Yeah, were, I knew I've known them since then. Um, and uh, Brandon Hammond, who was in Soul Food. 
uh, obviously Cleo, Thomas. Uh, I mean, just, yeah, it was, we were all, you know, Marcus Polk. Oh my God, uh, yeah. Marcus. We were all he just. He stood me up once. Yeah. We yeah. were really good friends. <laughs> oh. I love him so much. And, oh, no. and I send love to Marcus from afar. But mm. like, I think he was supposed to show up for one of my podcasts and he didn't show up. Oh no. I was so bummed. Marcus, if you're like, hearing Marcus. this, shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, it was that group. Uh, and, and Taj, Taj Maria, of course, who oh, I of course. constantly get mistaken for. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> um, you know, so we were all, you know, in that same group and we just worked and it was just such a great time. You know, yeah? we were all just. Were you guys competitive with each other or did you no. see each other kind of like as fun no. playmates? I mean, we would see each other at auditions. They'd be like, yeah. That's you know, so it was cool. awesome. So I think that now seeing how sort of catty and competitive it can be is like, it's like, man, with men it wasn't. Or with women? Oh, definitely. No, with really? men too. Are you kidding? How do guys get Auditions? catty? Oh my goodness. Like, Supro. I like, you're right. You know, I kind of, <laughs> you know, it's funny is like, I was one of those people that was like kind of okay with us going to like self tapes a little bit. Now mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm tired of them. But mm-hmm, like self tapes, right. <laughs> self tapes back then, like when they first started, I was like, good. So I don't have to go and like get dirty stairs sometimes and stuff. Cause it really can be weird. They psych you, know? you out. Definitely. Definitely. I just it's think just like, so... oh, so who's your, who do you know? Who's yeah. your agent? And I'm like, yeah. we're here auditioning. Did you get a pre-read with right. the casting director? Like, or? Uh, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. weird. It's weird. But it's so weird. again, I'm low key. So I just mm-hmm. stay away from stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that energy, you just kind of knew. You know, and I think it's also because I've been in it a while, mm-hmm. you know, that that helps, you know, where it's like, I'm, I'm now, oh gosh, I don't even want to say this. I am. How long have you been a union member? Yeah. Since 91. Mm-hmm. I am 30 plus years mm-hmm. in. It's kind of wild. You're like triple, quadruple you know, vested. <laughs> just, I should have a badge or something. You should, point. you should have a, a VIP but, pin. Know, my card is like. It's like granite. It's you kept old. it. <laughs> oh, I love no, that. You know. But for real, I'm like a six year old now, and I'm like, I cannot. And so that's the age I started. Six, six and a half. I know I have oh, a six. Gosh. I'll show you pictures. But I was. Oh, six, I mean, I see them. I just. Oh. I'm just like they're six. You're, yeah, you have six, a six and a half. Old. I know oh, the time goes by fast. Yeah, yeah. Times, times, um, times a thief. It is because I mean, and also what's so weird about being this millennial that people kind of feel like they grew up with mm-hmm. is it it, it kind of warps your own definition of time because you're like well we're i'm you you're me we're all we're all still right, young right? right like we're all still kind of vibing but like you're it's like whoa i'm up there <laughs> I, I, it really fucking sucks yeah it does because really like i for but me we look good I'm just right exactly <laughs> i still don't look it i shave this and i'm 18 again. i know um, i could definitely see that seriously seriously i so i am doing a, a really big job uh at the moment yes. uh, obviously not right now because of the strike okay but um but yes I, I, yes yes right wait um, is it mm, <laughs> i think i know what it is yeah, i don't know i okay. don't think you do is it vo Kind of, sort of. Okay. Kind of, sort of. I think, I think. But I also, so I'm, two, two things that I'm doing right now. One is video and one is big. And then the other is kind of video. And I'm also so excited big. for you. Wait, big? So, like, you gotta tell it's like, me. It's big, it's big, it's big. Oh, I'm so excited uh, But I can't, I can't talk about it. I'm Are you sorry. Miles Morales? No. Okay. <laughs> I am not. I wish. You should be Miles Morales. I wish. You know, I kept saying, uh, everybody actually campaigned for me to be Miles uh, uh, in yeah. a VO. But I always say, you know, Miles is of black and Latin descent. Mm-hmm. So for mm-hmm. me, I think that it should go to, there's plenty of actors that can fill that role that are from that culture. And I think that it's, it's, it's necessary. Dominican, right? is he I, Puerto Rican? I think he's Puerto Rican. I think he's Puerto Rican. I think he's Puerto, okay, Puerto okay. Rican. I think he's Puerto Rican and black. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just feel like it's, it's necessary, you know, to have that and to have someone that speaks Spanish with their family and, and, and culture. And it's just, 
to me, it, I don't, it don't feel right, you know, just sort of taking that away just because I have seniority or because I know how to do it, you know. I'm don't seeing this. I'm seeing this as the trend with the people who are the true artists that aren't backing down from this industry. They're not like hiding from mm -hmm. it. They're, they're, they're okay with the inclusivity and they're understanding that there's room and abundance for everybody. I'm, I, Cause I've been there, you mm -hmm. know, I've been there when I booked uh, fairly odd parents and I'm playing, you know, a, a little black boy. I'm playing AJ who's wealthy for and, 16 and years 16 years that's my longest job that's that's, that's, that's what's up <laughs> so, right you know i can't complain at all um but yeah you know doing that and then having people hit me up and being like oh my goodness i was so happy to show my son this you know cartoon or show him your character and him say oh i want to do that and because he's into science or something like mm. that you know really resonates with me so i love that and mm -hmm. i don't want to take that away from anybody else so yeah. i love that yeah I love that. I feel like I'm definitely guilty of gatekeeping. Um, like in it, it, when I identified myself solely as an actor, mm, mm -hmm. because I didn't see the abundance. I just saw right. the comparison and I, and there was just I, what it bred some very toxic feelings inside of me. Mm -hmm. um, and I, and I, and I, and if I could go back, I mean, I, I never was like, I'm going to push this girl down. Right. No, no, I never, and I never was like malicious. But you like have that. feelings, you know, and, <laughs> you have you feelings know. of deep comparison. Yeah. And like, um, I mean, that's so funny. I think of all the people that are listening to the podcast that love seeing us have a reunion mm -hmm. and, and love our shows and whatnot, love the representation element of it. But mm -hmm. in the back of their mind, they're like, but this is such a privileged viewpoint. Mm. Like to be artists, to have the money, to, mm -hmm. to be doing it for years and not have to like get a quote unquote normal job. Hmm. And so did you ever get a normal job? I about to say, I, they can't say that with me. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I, I mean, I held, when I left Even Stevens, I was going to a normal job. You know, I was, oh yeah, yeah. I worked, when you left, left 16? Yes. I worked in my uh, mom's uh, confectionery shop Ooh. and I was her cashier. And she paid me just like a normal employee and I had to clock into work and not be late and all that kind of stuff. So I closed up the shop because obviously being on set all day, so I'd go there and work for the, the last hours and make the popcorn and all the candy apples for the next day and all that kind of stuff. And oh, yeah, you know, I've been a sign twirler. I've done everything under the sun. When you, you know? were a sign twirler, what was that like? Oh my gosh. Were, um, you, were you humbled or was it just like, I'm gonna have fun with this? I'm, I was just having fun. I think I'm just such a different breed. I don't know. I just like work to me is like, I think of the goal, you know, it's like, okay, I'm working for X, Y, Z, you know, and if sign twirling is because I'm making $15 an hour, then that's what I think about. I'm like, I'm only here sitting here dancing, listening to music, making 15 bucks an hour at 16. Why would I not want to do that? You yeah. know? And, so I think that it was just different, you know. Has anyone noticed case. you and been like, hey, what's up? They did. Oh, my gosh. I remember one time someone drove by like six times. <laughs> and mind you, I was out front of a, at the time it was singular because it was an AT&T. So I was mm -hmm. outside of a singular store uh, with the sign. And there was somebody who drove by many times. And then they finally pulled up and they're like, don't I know you? <laughs> and I was just like. You know, <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, no, but um, I, I, I definitely, you know, admit it. I was like, no, I, I definitely am an actor. And, you know, they're like, oh, wow, you know, this is amazing that you're doing this. And yeah. I was just like, is it? Is it amazing? <laughs> you know, like, really? You're like, it doesn't have right. to be brave or amazing. No, I'm just doing, I'm just doing it. a job. You know, Interesting. So, so I think that the stigma of like, because you're an actor, you can't mm. have a normal job is so weird to me. I think that it's like, especially now with the strike, people are seeing like, 
it's kind of necessary. Now you yeah. see what you know residuals are. You see what we're getting paid. You see that sometimes it's late. You see sometimes we don't get the jobs that we want. So, you know, obviously that there is definitely some room to hold a regular job for sure. Yeah. If you can manage. Obviously, it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. But yeah, I don't see why not. No, I get that. I get that. There mm -hmm. was um, there was like a few really weird. I always went back to school. And so it yeah. took me like 12 years to finish. And mm. I would always kind of run back and go. What did you uh, study? So I ended up studying film initially when mm. I and this was after even Steven's movie. Mm -hmm. um, I went to um, Barnard um, College at Columbia okay. University yeah. and I wanted to study political science and I wanted to be Angelina Jolie and I wanted to... <laughs> She's like, I want to be a humanitarian. Exactly. I, I wanted to be, I just wanted to be that girl. And, um, but, and I'd learned so much and it really was a beautiful thing. I ended up doing an internship in D in Washington, DC. Nice. I ended oh, up, so you were like in it. I guess I was in it, but yeah. people were still like knowing me. I remember it was, oh my gosh, was it, was it Mitt Romney's daughter? It was wow. like somebody's daughter was also interning on the Hill. Okay. And there was some like kegger that I went to. And um, and she was like, somebody was like, oh, that's so, that's Ren Stevens or something. And she's like, <laughs> she was like wasted. Who? She's like, Ren and Stimpy? Oh no. And I was just like, and I was so Wrong offended. <laughs> and I was like, oh, and I was just like, I can't get away. Right, you know, Ugh. like, come on. But um, nowadays, I'm like, nah, I'm good. I don't, I don't need to. I don't need to dumb that down. Like, yeah. I'm so proud that, like, I'm actually most proud of my my VO work. Mm. What are you? Same. Yeah, I was gonna Same. say, what are you, you know, most proud I, I've of? I've transitioned more into VO. I've done VO now for, uh, you know, twenty something years, and I think that I've mainly liked to go to VO because it's acting with all, all the hoopla, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, it gives me the same, if not more sometimes, uh, fulfillment, um, because people are so attached to a lot of VO characters, you know, obviously on camera, same thing, but there's something that is, I think, um, to be said about no expectation, you know, with a VO character or a VO performer and, that doesn't come with on camera. You know, there's always expectation for you to be on all the time, for you to look a certain way. You know, I'm sure when you got recognized out, you know, on the hill, people were like, oh, you know, oh, she still looks good, you know. And even that mm. thought, mm. even though it's positive, it's one of those things that to me, I just, I like to deal without it. And, you mm -hmm. know, I love the fact that I can say, I've done these characters and people You've are had like, the experience. Oh my goodness. Oh, like, yeah. wow, I never knew. I love that because it's like, exactly. Because you were paying attention to the work. You were paying attention to the talent. Not me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's that's always what I've loved. So Yeah, I'm with you on um, that. Yeah, VO has been so great to me. And just, like I said, I just, I absolutely love it. There's nothing about it that I feel like I don't I, like. Honestly, I was clueless about you you doing Fairly Odd Parents. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm the worst no, host no, ever. No, not so. at all. Um, you know, I, I did Fairly Odd Parents. That was my second booking no third third vo booking ever and it was just uh it was crazy because i did rocket power right before and mm -hmm. i had all, i was doing clifford the big red dog mm -hmm. at the same time i remember that actually so, yeah. i think you did that during even stevens though. i did i did yeah. okay so that was right at the tail end yes yeah. <laughs> yep yep i did um so like yeah you know the just those uh even rocket power you know even though it was on for a short time very iconic so going from that and being able to be on fairly odd parents which is like Nick, you were like, I want to roll. Yeah, I mean, I was just, I was loving it. And yeah. then, you know, transitioning from there to video games and all kinds of things that VO encompasses. And now I coach. So giving it back. You coach VO? <laughs> I do. I oh do. my gosh, can you coach me? <laughs> I'm not 
even kidding really? you. I, mean, I like, would love to. Because honestly, with VO, with voiceover work, um, I had a whole um, pot. I, I should have got you for our podcast with Will Friedle. We had the I Hear Voices podcast. Oh, awesome. Uh, there was a whole contest. I'm actually going to go to dinner with uh, Will and the contestant that won. Very cool. Because she won. She's actually a sight impaired. She's blind. Amazing. And she won. That's and she's from so like awesome. a different state. Yeah. And she's flown in and she's going to meet with her new agent at CESD. That's so great. You know, because I feel like people like her would initially have that sort of, wait, should I do this? Can I do this? You know, and is the industry ready to do this? And I think that we need to force the hand. It's not, can they accommodate me? It's, you need to accommodate, you know what I mean? It's like, it's mm -hmm. like I really need to be in this space, so you need to make it available for me, you know? And, and I, what I, I was going to ask you, though, about... Um, bodies not bodies mm. right on mm -hmm. the topic of that is the ai stuff mm. and you being sort of a tech person yeah. what what do you i mean do you want feel want to like you want to talk about it see no yeah i i, I don't mind at all okay. i think that it's obviously a touchy subject mm -hmm. um you know ai is good for certain things um but i think that in the space that people are talking about especially in vo I, and this may be arrogant I don't feel like I can be replaced, you know, and, and that's just me, you know, with that, with the way that it works right now, right mm -hmm, now, I mm -hmm. don't feel like I can be replaced mm -hmm. in the years coming. Maybe it gets good enough to where they can just say, sound like Gary Graham, blah, 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 blah. And then it goes. Sure. Um, I've heard these songs that sound like Drake and it's not Drake. And oh, all that yeah. Stuff. Crazy, right? Pretty scary. But again, I feel like those are, you know, they have a very, how do I call it? Finite uh, goals. Like it's make a Drake song, mm -hmm. you know, but when I act, I could be different in three different takes. Right. You know what I'm saying? So can you really, you know, kind of, <laughs> can you really, can you really do that? You know? And I think that right now we need to focus on making sure that consent, that's the biggest thing. It's consent. You cannot use my voice without my consent. You cannot sign away all the rights to my likeness and sounds of my voice without my consent. I wonder what's going to happen. Like once the negotiations stop for right. everything, if people are going to be like, there's going to be a box that you either check or don't check, or is it going to be as forward as I only want to see clients that consent to this right. before I, I audition? You know, I think it's like you get client or you get, uh, I won't say clients. Well, you get producers or uh, people now that say, I don't want to hire. I only want to hire non-union mm. because they can be paid out in one payment, mm -hmm. nothing else. I can just boom. And, you know, I need, you get to, that lift, already. I need right. to lift that voice. I, right. I have, yeah. um, I have had games where they say, we're going to pay you X, Y, Z for your likeness. It's a, whoa. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mocap. Right, exactly. Okay. So, you know, with stuff like that, we're already in that space. Again, it's it's about consent and knowing and having those contracts clear as to what they are doing. That's the key. Because when I see you using my likeness for toys or whatever the case may be, I get it. And unfortunately, we don't get any of those monies, <laughs> you know, yeah. but we should. But um, you I'm know, thinking that's... of the implications of this, too, now through the lens of somebody who advocates for the child Exactly. Labor. That's where I was going with it. It's more so for the people who don't have the voice, for the people who are just getting into this and don't understand how to read a contract, what they should say. That's where it's dangerous. You know, we have done this for all of our lives. So mm -hmm. we are less 
you know, weary about what we can be ta- or how we can be taken advantage of, I guess you can say. You know, right now we are literally striking because we don't want to be taken advantage of anymore. Mm-hmm. And I feel that, you know, with people who are just getting into this, they're more susceptible to that. They're 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 looking at, oh, well, I can well, just I bet be the non- on television. I'm saying, I think the non-union people are like, oh, my God, this could be my moment. Yeah, you know, like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I I, I, I feel for them. Yeah, I do. I feel for them. It's, it's a slippery slope. And I think that, again, we, you know, right now, I said this to someone the other day, I think in previous strikes, technology was uh, not this forward. And so this kind of conversation, you know, wasn't about. And now it's so weird to have this where we're like, like you said, our very livelihoods can literally be taken or people's livelihoods can be taken, you know. Let me ask you a really hard question. That love that we're not just catching up, but we're hitting (laughs) it. You know, we're just getting in. We are. But like what I love it is that we're talking like two grown adults. And I never got to connect with you like this. In that way, right? Because we were kids. (laughs) <laughs> we were we were kids. I think you I think you were a little younger, so mm-hmm. it was like so I never yeah, got I'm to only, really I think I'm like four years younger than you, I think. Yeah. So but it was bi- it was a big difference in and yeah. in, in that like I was I was on my own vibe, but I always loved you. Yeah. Always. Uh, I always saw you as a friend you, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, I truly I mean, we did were, like we, even I think, though you were younger. Yeah, I think we definitely vibed on set because it was not only were our characters supposed to, but I think there was just that natural like, oh cool. Like we're friends on okay, cool. <laughs> like yeah. we can be friends in real life. Of course. I loved know. it. I yeah. really do appreciate it. For sure. You. But qu- um, hard question, go. Shoot. If AI can take our jobs mm-hmm. as voice actors, mm-hmm. as on camera entities, mm-hmm. performers or something. Should 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 we really should we value ourselves so highly? Should we value the profession more so of on-camera actors? Oh, more so. Mm. Because if you have to create technology to replicate me, you know what I mean? Think about that. Motion capture avatar is nothing without the actors behind that motion capture, right? Right. So, you know, for now. For now, right. But that's what was happening. We were like we want to create these crazy lifelike creatures Mm -hmm. we need actors because the technology was there to create those characters from scratch and not use mocap it was there we do Mm -hmm. it all the times in video game cutscenes, cgi cartoons things of the like so why not then Mm -hmm. the purpose was that james cameron said i need an actor i need somebody to really well when you think about like the the concept of avatar is like a human body in a obviously you're right of course Mm -hmm. so you know when when it has stuff like that i say to me, I feel more valuable because you're already, you're trying to work around me. You see that I'm so valuable that it's like, gosh, I can't, I can't sustain this anymore, even though they can. You know, mm-hmm. that's really the the key here is that they can, but they're telling themselves they can't sustain it. So let me work around it. Let me create something that's a shade, you know, lighter than this. You know, it's not quite there, but it'll suffice. And I think that's where we're at. You know, we're we're getting to the point now where I feel like producers and directors and all the people, the powers that be, are saying, geez, are we really hinging all of our success on these people? And I don't think they like that, but it's just, <laughs> it's just, the, it's just the reality. Producers yes, hate you actors. Are. You, you are. Hit. Most, are producers, yeah. most producers, most producers think stand. they're petulant children. Man. If I, you don't know that, you better know now. Yeah. They I, don't like actors. I always tell people there is that clip. I don't know what the actor's name is, but he's pretty well known. Mm-hmm. And he had an audition and it's famous on Twitter now. It's viral. And he had an audition and it was a self-tape and the producers didn't know that they weren't muted. Oh. <gasps> 
Yes. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you haven't seen this. Wait, and, I think I have. Yeah, and he comes, he's in the room and they're also looking at him in the room and the producers are talking amongst each no! other. And they're like, oh, look at this kid. And his, like all these kids are in their shitty ass apartments. And <gasps> yes! Yeah. Yes, I did and, see and that. He's and he's like, he's like uh, uh, I can hear I'm you. So, yeah, he's like, I'm sorry that I have a shitty ass apartment. I'm just trying to, he's like, that's why I'm trying to get this role. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I feel for him. Oh my God. Because like, why? That was actually what ignited the self-tape. Um, yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. Yep. After that, I remember seeing more people was, talk it about- It was actors being, we're, we can't stand for this because yeah. you're making me do all these things. I'm, I have changed my house around for you pretty much. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now you have stuff to say about me, my house and all this oh, stuff. Oh, that's like, some, that's some crazy. fucked upness. It's, yeah. it's stupid. That's so not cool. I feel like, you know, uh, that's <laughs> just insane to think about. Like mm -hmm. that's what they think. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's really that we are valuable, just not in the right eyes. You know, and until we are valuable in their eyes, we're not going to get what we what we want or need. So how how should people go about supporting this movement? Should they stop mm. their streamers? Should they? You know, there was I got into it uh, really badly on Twitter. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> with someone, um, because they were really telling everybody to you know cancel everything, mm -hmm. stop your streaming. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I said that's not that's not the that's way also to go. Not, gonna happen. not not only is that not what SAG is asking for, they didn't say anything about a boycott, but you're not going to make a dent. You know, telling, you know, if even if you told all of SAG to stop, that's what, 100,000 users, you know, off of what millions per streaming service, Glo you know, <laughs> you know, so I feel like that is not really the answer. The answer is obviously supporting the strike, uh, supporting actors, supporting writers, uh, whether that be protesting, donating to the fund. Obviously, that mm -hmm. helps out a lot. I should donate um, to the fund. Yeah, 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 yeah. Donating I'm to the fund is is amazing. Um, you know, just being uh, aware and knowing what's going on is just mm -hmm. so much of a help because there's so much in misinformation going out that, I mean, I see it on social media all the time. Somebody retweets something and they're like, oh, they this person said that this is what is happening. And I'm like, no, that's not it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I feel like as long as you are paying attention to SAG, paying attention to actors and what we're saying you know, this is the the issues. These are the things that we're we're looking at. That to me uh, is support in and of itself. Have you been striking? I haven't. I haven't. Okay. Unfortunately, um, I, feel like I you, want to. I want should. to go. Out. Oh you no, I'm enough. definitely going to get out there okay. for sure. Um, it's just been a whirlwind work mm -hmm. and stuff of like course. that. Um, and, and you're painting and I, that's teaching really it. And that's what I'm like. I've I've been teaching. Thankfully, um, throughout the strike, it's been such an influx of people really jumping into voiceover and mm -hmm. really wanting. And I think the strike really did uh, set some people ablaze, where they're like, "No, I I want to cause change. I want to be a part of that. I want to get in when everything is changing in the best way for mm -hmm. actors." So I love that, uh, and I love my students. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> how, how do people go about getting to, to uh, you? know, right now, um, right now I teach uh, through GSAW workshops. Sorry, Giovanni Samuel's acting workshops. What Giovanni are you talking Sa about? Yes, I Giovanni Samuel. Yes. Yeah, I just had You already know. So, Gio literally was my 10 a.m. I am her head of VO. So Shut the <laughs> yeah. front door. So I'm her head of VO. So when it comes down to that, you can definitely hit uh, hit the website up for that. I believe it's GSAW uh, 
workshops.com. I'm possibly butchering that. I love that, her so much. But yeah, um, and I you can just hit me on social media and mm-hmm. I will definitely set everything up. But I, I try to be reasonable. I, I teach through my own curriculum. I teach from experience. I tell people uh, all the time. <laughs> 30, 30, over 30 years. Uh, you know, I, I 30, try. 32 years. 32 years. 32 Sweetheart. Years. Yeah, 32 years. So, you know, I try to tell people, look, you know, I'm not the end all be all, but I. I've been around. I try to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh promise. my goodness. I would so, love to work with you. I really would. I'm not, that's not bullshit. I'm so proud of my students. I have students that have gotten agents and are working. I have a student that just now that has two national commercials out right now. And I'm just like so proud. I'm like, oh my I'm gosh, proud. my babies. Aww. So yeah. So I would love to work. Are you kidding? Yeah. You're I just, already. I know. I wouldn't but even have to but do that's that. But that's the thing you. is that you just need friends to to be creative with, especially right now if there's if the opportunities are so yeah. slim. Yeah. But for me, I'm a little like, you know, I've been so privileged to to grow a platform here. and. Man. and it's amazing. Everybody's By the way, so nice like you know, things. I you know I have a podcast with my roommate and, oh. and best friend who's also an actor. Uh, okay. he was in Hardball. He played Kofi in Hardball, long movie. Uh, it was Keanu Reeves and Diane Lane. I remember old school it. movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. Um, he's getting back into acting now, but he started a podcast, and we kind of like took off a little bit and so we're trying to keep it going cool what's it called it's called uh live from the couch okay uh, live from the couch podcast and yes we are live from our couch that's helpful (laughs) right just a little uh but (laughs) yeah you know um when i look at what we've done Mm. and then i look at what you've accomplished just in this short time like no it's insane like we we have gotten like rebranding we've gone through all this kind of stuff and we're yeah. just like man we're trying to make it and i look yeah. at it and i'm just like wow and just the other day we were talking and we we're like i told him i said what she's doing that's the model like that's the no seriously seriously it's the model for independent podcasts that want to grow their platform like you did it it's branding like, baby man it's like, branding insane. it's this right here that's yeah. people can't see if you're listening we've got a podco thing it's amazing that's on the microphone it's the it's everything and, and if anybody i mean who knows someday maybe i'll be able to you know teach a master class in branding but like that's where my head's at someday you should be able to do it now <laughs> no like, because seriously. i'm too busy branding <laughs> right. too and busy also it, it. it changes all the time but i will mm-hmm. tell you this like Disney taught me so much about synergizing with mm. other talented folks yeah. that are like-minded and and I'm so grateful. The one takeaway I get from Vulnerable and and I'm I'm sad that we're going to be ending, mm. but the one takeaway I get is that I get to reconnect with you. Yeah. And you know, actually get FaceTime with Gio and I see Lauren Frost and I get to heal so much of a confused past mm. or I get to revisit all the fun times that we've had. Yeah. And so this is such a gift for me and it's a gift for the folks that get to see it. And, and if it affects them, great. Right. Great. I'm so glad that we did this. Thank yeah. you for coming. Well, thank you. And thank all the people so go much. see Gary yes. um, on his socials and, and support him and learn from him because he's awesome. Oh, you're so sweet. I love you, Gary. Thank you. I love you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks so much for watching this episode of The Vulnerable Podcast. To check out clips from the pod, check out The Vulnerable Podcast Clips channel, and the YouTube link is in the description.